welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 730 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to do a little bit of a fun topic, and we're going to do an Ask Me Anything with kind of just some general questions for us, uh, a little bit lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Give you some, some personal tidbits some, about ourselves. Yeah, some personal info, so we're just going to dive right in. The first question is, what is your go-to alcoholic beverage? <laughs> Since that's part of the podcast theme. I'll drink just about anything. Even <laughs> my my job on New Year's used to be well, it wasn't my job, but I made it my job to go around and just find drinks that were sitting on tables and just drink whatever was in them. You're the cleanup crew. Uh, I was like, well, I paid all the, for all this liquor, and someone's not drinking it, so I guess here I go. <laughs> and I suppose among many social circles, that would be uh, socially disgusting, but. Uh, I'm just a fucked up guy, I guess. <laughs> that it doesn't go to waste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mine is actually just a gin and tonic. I know I mix so many cocktails, but sometimes I'm just tired. And that's like, oh, two ingredients. Yeah, it, it's that, that's a good one. I, I also just like anything with, with vodka. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's just easy, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't want to... I also really like absinthe, and that's something that I do a lot of that nobody else does, so I guess it's kind of a special for me. I, I had a bad experience with absinthe once, so I can't drink yeah. it or anything that tastes like licorice or anise. <laughs> My body rejects yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I, I did hear you say that once because you came over and I tried to give you some, and you're like, no! <laughs> nope, like, All right, nope, it's going to end badly for everybody. All right, fine. Um. Yeah, so second question, what is the weirdest or funniest thing that your pet does? <laughs> There's so many things to pick from. Oh my gosh. Uh, my pet, whose name is Kelsier, which is a character from Mistborn by Brandon <laughs> Sanderson. <laughs> uh, gosh, that's a hard question because he's just strange. Uh, and I, I don't think that I would share the strangest thing that he does because it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but uh, gosh. Well, in, in in your household, you could talk about the bananas. Oh, that that's yeah, Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy, the cat, Ozzy. They're both Maine Coons. Uh, he really likes bananas, and so like we put banana objects around the house to keep him safe and comfort him. <laughs> <laughs> and we have this uh, essence, the, the, like this, you know, the candy sort of runt smelling oh, banana. Yeah. And we like put that scent on things and he just like, it calms him down. <laughs> it's his happy place. <laughs> it's his happy place. So yeah, banana toys, bananas, real bananas. We discovered it with real bananas because he kept cuddling our bananas and like, <laughs> sticking his teeth into the peel and then like we come around and there'd just be holes in our bananas and we're like what the hell is going on like like banicula <laughs> we call him the banana vampire no banicula it was a kid's children's series about a rabbit and it was a vampire oh, rabbit who would like suck the juice out of vegetables <laughs> that's so cute oh my gosh for me it's probably my cat is a goblin she is gross and not graceful and it's probably that she licks herself extremely loudly you can hear her like Ew. from the other room making smacking noises it is revolting oh no oh gosh third question 
This one's a little bit trickier. What writing lesson did you learn the hard way? And I can go first if you want time to think. Do it. Uh, mine was to let other people read my work. It took me a long time. And it was very hard. And it, I spent a long time revising my work on myself before I let other people read it. And then it was like, oh, I should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one. You know, you, you got to let yourself, you got to put yourself out there. You still don't let your family read it. No, so, I still don't let my yeah. family. I have a conservative yeah. family. Not just, not even just like the whole, like all the gay stuff, just the fact that I wrote sex scenes, they would like, it would melt their brains <laughs> and it would make everything <laughs> awkward. Yeah. See, I just give it, like, it, like, I just give it to people. I'm like, you know what? Deal with it. You don't like it? Don't call me. <laughs> don't talk to me. I don't care. For me, honestly, it, 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 it was writing a sound sentence, writing something that made sense grammar wise, uh, anything wise, really, because I have. I have a lot of weird, weird little ticks that are that I have to sort of filter my writing through mm. um, just from, you know, whatever is going on in my brain that day. And it, and also I was raised in a very poor household with like not a lot of education. So I had my my knowledge of writing in general was really bad. Like I I come from a place where people don't talk right. Like they, they don't know grammar. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to sort of train that out of myself um, because the first time I gave my manuscript to my one of my partner's step or one of my partner's moms, uh, she was like, you got some you got some researching to do. And she was always, you know, poking fun at my like little just little things that I did that like the quirks and stuff. Yeah, that, you know. I did because I was raised very poor and that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it took a really long time to get intelligence like for me. But yeah, that was the biggest thing. And now I'm just a now I love it, you know. Now now we have a whole podcast yeah, telling yeah. other people how we do it. Yeah. Whether that's good or not, who knows? But we do our best. I I know. <laughs> I'm like sometimes I just go to sleep at night. I'm like, am I telling these people the right stuff? Do they even care? Am I am I real? <laughs> Deep existential questions about hosting yeah. a writing podcast. Yeah, yeah. Real real stuff. So question number four is what is the worst book hangover you've ever had? So when you finish a book and you're just like having trouble coming back to the real world. Mm. Oh, you better go. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mine was probably um it's one of the books in Surprise Surprise, the Robin Hobb series. Um, it was actually the first book that I I started after so many of them had been published and I like binged them and then had to wait for the next one. And when it came out, I went and bought it on the day it came out, went home, started reading it in the evening and then realized the sun was coming up as I finished it. Like <laughs> I literally read the whole thing in one sitting with the exception of bathroom wow. breaks. And that's crazy. That's a I mean, her books aren't small. <laughs> it was rough because I had to work that day. <laughs> holy crap on no sleep and so it was just like i'd been immersed in this world for just hours and then having to come back and be like what where am i what's my name what time is it, <laughs> yeah, it was, am i hungry it was a very jarring life yeah um i would say that mine honestly was probably the Mistborn series, uh, and I think that's because it was I I did I took a really long hiatus from reading because I was just very disenchanted with it in general. Um, and this that uh, reading Mistborn around that time was when I started learning 
you know, to correct more of my grammar, that sort of stuff. And I realized that I needed to read more and I needed to get past that. Um, and one of my partners at the time had suggested, uh, you know, Mistborn to me. And it was the first time after a really long time of not reading that I actually enjoyed a book. Mm. Um, and I, and I think that when I finished the series, I just felt a little lost. Like I didn't, I didn't know where to go from there. And I, you know, just, I, I felt like there was never going to be another book because it had been so long since I had actually gotten into a book again. Cause I had read basically every Gary Paulson book there was, and then decided <laughs> that I, there was nothing else I wanted to read. And, uh, so that was sort of my first sort of step into reading again. And I, and it was, I, I think it gave me a hangover because I really liked the characters in it, especially in book one, there is a character that gets lost and I get sad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was, that, that would, that gave me a pretty long book hangover. There is like yeah. that whole lost feeling is very real. It's like, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah, I got really now. Now my now my to be read list is super long. <laughs> so like, I always like, oh, like yeah, I can't wait to read this book next. You know, so it's just yeah, it's really weird to look back and think, wow, <laughs> I really did not know where to go back then. Yeah. So the next question, we're going to play a very quick game of fuck Mary kill. Are you familiar with this game? Fuck Mary Kill. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I. I think I know that game. Okay. <laughs> I put some of our book favorites in here. <laughs> so, and I did pick characters that I know we both know. Oh, good. So we have Kavoth, oh. It's Chivalry, <laughs> and Geralt. Oh, <laughs> that's a hard one. I know. I would make it hard. Oh man, you're going first on this one. I get the feeling. Yeah, we're gonna kill some of each other's faves. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hope our friendship can endure. Um, I hope so too. Because I, when I was making, was typing these questions out, I had to think about this one. Um, because Wait, for the viewers, for the or for the listeners, Kavoth is the protagonist of Name of the Wind. Yeah. Uh, and Fitz, Fitz, Fitz Chivalry is, is from Fitz Chivalry is from the Robin Hobb series, the Farseer right. books, and of course Geralt is from The Witcher. Hell yeah! <laughs> You're like, yes, he <laughs> is. And I honestly, I had to think about it. I was like, he's probably my father. Because <laughs> I don't really want to marry him. And I had to think about who I would kill. And I'm like, you know, between the two, if I got to bang one of them, I'm going to go with him over Kvothe. And I can't marry Kvothe because he's too perfect at everything. And it would drive me up the wall. <laughs> so I've, I've got to murder Kvothe. But that means I marry Fitz, which is going to be a real emo time. Because he is a very mopey character. But I figure yeah. if I marry Fitz... I can hang out and have wine nights with the fool and we can sit and talk about how emo fits is and make fun there of you him. go. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. My, my, my answer is completely different. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely kill Fitz chivalry cause he's such a whiny bitch. He really is. <laughs> I'd kill Fitz, but I wouldn't want to. I wish that there had been a third <laughs> character because I don't want to kill Fitz, but I also don't want to marry or fuck. You're like, one of you's got to go. I just feel like they, he's the kind of guy you get into bed and he'd be like, Wah. oh yeah, he would not be good in bed. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now Kavoth, on the other hand, I have read some sex scenes with Kavoth and then I'm like, yeah, that's the one I'd fuck because he, he would be a good one shot, you know, like here we go. <laughs> and now it's over. Um, one and done. And I would totally fucking marry Geralt because yeah, uh, <laughs> I want that man making me eggs until the day I die in his underwear. Like, and I want to braid his hair and I want to touch his face. 
That's fair. <laughs> like I want to do the things to his. But I don't need. I don't need to have sex with him. We'll just. I'll just touch him. <laughs> just, and observe. I'll just look at. Just look at him. Just admire. Yeah. One last question. This kind of ties into what we just had, which is what was your first fictional character crush that is not a character that you wrote? It can be from a movie, a book, a TV show, any type of media. Did you say you were going to go first or should I go first? I can go first. Okay. Um, mine will not be a surprise to anyone that knows me. I'm really going to, I want to know if we're going to say the same fucking person. <laughs> mine was Jareth from the movie Labyrinth. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that wasn't mine. Nope. I told you it's not a surprise to anybody who knows me and has read my yeah, books. Yeah, no, not a surprise. It's like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's where yeah, the whole no. fairy tale. Like, there's literally a Jareth vibe in every single book you write. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere it's somewhere in there. Yeah, mine. Mine was Snape for sure. Oh. That was my first book crush. I love like Snape was just so hot and dark, <laughs> and spooky. I did not read the books until much later in life, but um, I will say Alan Rickman would be up somewhere on my lists. Yeah, I was fortunate enough. The Harry Potter series basically came out when I was in the grade. Uh, like the Sorcerer's Stone came out, you know, as a book for people my age when I was that age. And then as I grew up, so did Harry Potter. So I, I was because when Harry Potter came out, I was the same age as him. So it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that seems like that's all the questions we have for this episode. Every other Friday, you can join us at 730 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for our live stream. And to see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. Mm -hmm.